0: Chapter 14 tonight, Job 14, kind of just a starting point this evening. We're going to look at days are few and troubled, Job says, and uh, I want to look at (coughs) what the Bible says about our time and how we spend it. Job chapter 14, I will read the entire chapter. Because Job talks about his life being short quite uh, several times in this chapter. And uh, this is the last of his answer <coughs> to Tophar. And uh, then we get back into Eliphaz, answering him again. And their back and forth continues on through the book here a little ways yet. But... Um, Let's go ahead and read the entire chapter, then we'll have a a word of prayer. Verse 1 says, Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continueth not. And dost thou open thine eyes upon such an one and bringest me into judgment with thee? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bonds that he cannot pass. Turn from him that he may rest, till he shall accomplish as in hireling his days. For there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Though, though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stalk thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will bud, and bring forth boughs like a plant, but man dieth and wasteth away, yet, yea, man giveth up the ghost, and where is he? As the waters fail from the sea and the floods decayeth and drieth up, so man lieth down and riseth not, till the heavens be no more, and they uh, shall not awake, nor be raised out of their sleep. O, oh, that thou wouldest hide me in the grave, that thou wouldest keep me secret until thy wrath be past, that thou wouldest appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Thou shalt call, and I will answer thee. Thou wilt have a desire to uh, to the work of thine hands. For thou, for now thou numberest my steps. Dost not dost thou not watch over my sin? My trans- transgression is sealed up in a bag, and thou sowest up mine iniquity. And surely the mountains falling cometh to naught, and the rock is removed out of its place. The waters wear the stones. Thou washest away the things which grow out of the dust of the earth, and thou destroyest the hope of man. Thou prevailest forever against him, and he passeth. Thou changest his countenance, and sendeth him away. His sons come to honor, and he knoweth it not. And they are brought low, but he perceiveth it not of them. But his flesh upon him shall have pain, and his soul within him shall mourn. So, uh, Job is, is, uh, is... furthering his complaint and talking about the sorrow that he's going through. But it strikes me every time I read it in the Word of God, the time that we have. Man is born of a woman, that is born of a woman, is of few days and full of trouble. Uh, let's have a word of prayer. I want to talk about the brevity of life tonight. Father, thank you for allowing us together again tonight. Lord, as we look in your Word, speak to us. I know, I know that... Uh, that you have a job for each one of us to do, and as long as you've left us here, that work is to be done. Lord, I also know that time is short, and I know that, Lord, we must be busy, we must be sober, we must be on watching and, and, and uh, diligent each and every day. Use your word, Lord, tonight, and we'll praise you for it. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I was thinking about it, and I, I uh, was... Looking back on my own life, and thought this: the brevity of life is just a saying when you are young, and I don't mean to say teenagers can't understand, um, but you don't grasp what it means until you've gotten a little farther into life. The truth of the statement that our days are few, and how fast they are—it's—it's a—it's a. It's a It's a truth that will mean more to us as we grow older. The farther we go in life, the more we understand this concept. I was thinking as a teenager, it is just a concept. All right. I tell you, all right, you're 15, Daniel. You're going to blink and be 45. That's what it's going to feel like. When you hit your 40th birthday, you're going to stop and think, how is this possible? Where did the time go? I should not be in my 40s. I was thinking the other day how, how far away I am from 50. They do the game of, when I am so old, how old will you be? I said, just stop asking. I don't want to think about it. And it, it hit me how close I am to 50. I said, that is weird. It's just not right. Now, some of you are looking at me like, well, what, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> that, was, that was a few years ago. But it's a strange concept. The older I get, the more I understand this, that time is short. I'm over the hill. I am past what is expected, the middle point of life. And it doesn't seem like it. I think, well, what are you supposed to act like when you're 40? what, What point in life am I supposed to be now that I'm in my 40s? This concept, we understand it more and more. It is impossible, I believe this, to grasp this as a teen. But believe me, and even into your 20s, it's still a little difficult to get this. That we have a few days, and there will be troubles. We're to be serving the Lord. We need to make the most of what God has given us. Chapter 7 of Job, verse 6. Job's answering Eliphaz, and he says, "My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle, and are spent without hope." Job in his sorrow, he's talking about the pain that he's going through, but he states again just the brevity of life. My days are faster than a weaver's shuttle—a thing that shoots through there, just like that. It's the blink of an eye. My life is short. My life is short. Psalms chapter thirty-nine, or 39 verse five, and. And uh, the, teen, the young people are looking at me thinking, this is all he's going to say tonight, is that I'm going to blink my eyes and I'm going to die. <laughs> David says this about his life. Behold, thou hast made my days in a, as in handbreadth, and mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Selah. My hand is a handbreadth. My life is a handbreadth. Well, if in the measure of time, that's nothing. We were discussing what it must have been like to live pre-flood. Was that Thursday night Bible study we were talking about that? I think that was when we were doing that. What's it like to live 900 years? But in the, in the time of eternity, it's still nothing. I bet Moses, when, I mean, not, not Moses, Noah, when he built the ark, thought, there's no way I'm 600 years old. <laughs> this time has when by in a, in a heartbeat. I should be 35. We're, we're all going to think it, because we're going to look back and we're going to say, man, I've, there's more I could have done James chapter 4, verse 14. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. The Bible doesn't give us this information. We don't learn these truths to, to cause despair. We're, we're told these things throughout the scripture over and over and over to just get awake and get busy. Listen, I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. I'm not guaranteed 2023. I have today. I need to serve him today. I, I've said it and I'll keep saying it. The most important day of your life is today. Because you can serve Him today. You don't know about tomorrow. Don't boast yourself of tomorrow. Verse 15 says, For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. It's up to Him. I'm going to serve Him today. So it's, we must work while it is day. And I want to go to First Corinthians chapter 15. I don't have an outline tonight, so if you're keeping notes, I apologize. I have thoughts and verses written down. First Corinthians 15, verse 34. says, Awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. This verse is, I hope every time we read it, a very convicting verse. Awake to righteousness and sin not. Get your heart right, your life right, your focus right. Stop wallowing in the flesh, in the sin of the flesh, and allowing it to defeat you. Stand up. God tells Job toward the end of the book, quit you like a man, be strong. That's, that's kind of what this verse is saying. Not that you're going to be perfect, but get your focus back on God. Awake to righteousness. Purpose to serve Him. Why? Because some have not the knowledge of God. Because there's a great need. And I've read this, and I've read this, and I've read this. I've, I've read it from the pulpit, I don't know how many times. Some have not the knowledge of God. Does it bother me? or do i think well so hopefully in a week or two i'll get to that person and deal with that maybe then i can maybe then i can be a witness or 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 uh, live right in front of them maybe then i can spend some time with them. because i got stuff to do i'm busy and i got time awake to righteousness and sin not I, he said i speak this to your shame this is such a powerful chapter because at the end we see that we have victory. And, and you know my favorite verse is verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. What, what little time we have, let's not l- let it be vain. So be steadfast, unmovable and abounding in the work of the Lord busy seeking uh, his, his will and, and to be a light and, and, and a witness. Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13, 11 through 14. And it says in that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed now is our home going nearer than when we believed right i was saved in 1992 it's i'm closer home than i was 30 years ago my time is short The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envy. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. I don't have time to fulfill the lust of the flesh, I don't have time to wallow back in the old life. Now as the night is far spent, the day is is at hand. How much does it bother us that I have a little bit of time to serve Him? Or how content am I to go and spend my life doing other things? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I'm going to probably give you back some of the time I took, you, took away from you this morning. I was long-winded this morning. We're going to be shorter tonight. I, I don't want to beleaguer this point, but I want to make just... I know the Lord put this on my heart for a reason. We need to be aware of our time this week. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 through 6. But of the times and seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others, but let us watch and be sober. Let us watch, be attentive, be diligent, be seeking the Lord, and be sober, having the right mind, that mind of Christ, that compassion, trusting Him, and seeking Him, and depending on Him. We're to be, not to be drunken, (laughs) not to to be out of control, not to be um, frivolous, the drunk doesn't think about what he says, doesn't think about what he's doing, doesn't consider the time. It's just the moment. And the comparison is, the other thought is to be sober, to be aware and watching and, and serving the Lord diligently. I don't know what's going on in your life this week, but we're children of light. We're not of the night or the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. We're going to go to one more passage. It's Psalms 39. I'm going to read the the whole chapter. Excuse me, Psalms 39. What David says here about um, recovering strength and being used by God is it it struck me this week and I was just meditating on this chapter. Verse 1, and I said, I will take heed to my ways that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace even from good and my sorrow was stirred. My heart was hot within me while I was musing, the fire burned, then spake I with my tongue. Lord, make me to know mine end, and the measure of my days, what it is that I may, that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as in handbreadth, and my age as is as nothing before thee. Verily every man at his best state is altogether vanity, Selah. Surely every man walketh in a vain show, surely they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches, and knoweth not who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Make me not the reproach of the foolish. I was dumb. I opened not my mouth. Behold, thou didst it, or because thou didst it. Remove thy stroke away from me. I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. When thou with rebukes dost correct man for iniquity, thou makest his beauty to consume away like a moth. Surely every man is vanity, selah, Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear unto my cry. Hold not thy peace at my tears, for I am a stranger with thee and a sojourner, as all my fathers were. O spare me that I may recover strength before I go hence and be no more. I was looking at this. He's talking about the life being a handbreadth. It's this short time that I am here to serve you. You've given me this This time on the earth, Lord, to serve you. And that is my purpose. That is what we're created for. To have a relationship with God and to serve Him. And he says, Oh, spare me, verse 13, that I may recover strength. That I may be able to serve you. I I read this verse and it just struck me again. That I may recover strength. Not for David's sake but that he would serve the Lord, that my time would be spent serving you, that I can go and do what you would have me to do. He says, before I go hence, before it's too late and I be no more. Give me, Lord, strength to serve you today. Renew me again today that I can serve you because I don't know how much I have. And while I'm here, I want to give you my all. The, hand, the life is as in handbreadth. Age is nothing before Thee. We know that a thousand years to the Lord is as a day. He doesn't see time as we do. But can we say, Lord, O oh, spare me that I may recover strength before I go hence. Give me, Lord, the stamina to serve You with all my heart and soul, the time that I have. I know that it's short. I know my days are few. And they are full of trouble. We will deal with difficulties and struggles, but it's this awake to righteousness and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. There are lost around us who need us. If there wasn't, God would take us home. If we didn't need to be out here witnessing to others, God would take us home. You know what, if I, if I really believe if, if the Bible was Calvinist, God wouldn't leave us here. He'd just take us home. But he's given us a job to go out and he's given us just this little bit of time. So are we serving him? Are we diligent? Let's take the time that we have and redeem it. Teenagers, younger, younger ones, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. They all, the, my boys all talk about when I'm a daddy someday, this is what I'm going to do. And I love that thought. I love that our kids think about what they're going to do when they're adults. All kids do that. But we need to focus on what we're doing right now. You know, when I get up, God gives me another day, I'm going to serve Him. It's the most important day in my life, and it is what He has given me. Our days are few and troubled. Let's serve Him this week. Father, thank You. Thank You for just... Encouraging us, Lord, in your word. And and Lord, as we go out this week, Father, if you give us this week to serve you, let us be sober. Give us the right mind. Give us that driving desire, Lord, to serve you every moment of every day. Lord, the flesh is weak, and we, we can spend so much time just falling back into... Uh, those things that are comfortable or easy or those things that that appeal to the flesh. Lord, help us to strive for righteousness this week and strive to please you and seek you with our whole heart, body, and mind. Use each one, Lord, and we'll praise you for it. Watch over each one. Be with Ed tonight. Lord, as he's in the hospital, help him to see that, that he has time and opportunity. I know he's witnessing to folks. And Lord, help him not to get discouraged in that, but to continue on. Lord, lifting up your name and telling others about you. And we'll praise you for all that's done this week. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Short message tonight, you are dismissed.